You're welcome to Mountain Springs Church Podcast, a podcast that brings you life-giving teachings and sermons from our church leadership. We hope that as you listen, you will be blessed and edified in your walk with Jesus Christ. And now, stay tuned as we bring you the teaching for today. Hello, good morning, everyone. I want to welcome you all to Mountain Springs Church. Amen. <laughs> you know, in life, there is always a beginning. Nothing exists without a beginning. And today, it's a new beginning of a life journey that we all are you know, getting into and there's gonna be transformations, there's gonna be deliverance, there's gonna be salvations, there's gonna be just a God experiences in our lives. You know, the Bible tells us at the same time warned us. It says, do not despise the days of little beginnings. You know, I know that there are a lot of people who probably want to come here and, oh, I thought the hall is going to be packed full with people. I don't know, I'm not coming back because I want, I want to see a full hall packed with people. The truth is that we are not about having the whole place packed up with people, but we are about the transformational relationships that God has called us into. And, and I believe God called us into a walk with him and with others, never to do life alone. Amen. Now, um, before I start, I want to introduce myself. My name is Fidelis Odogbo and my, my wife, Claire Odogbo. And we will be the leaders of this church. And if there's anything that I know is the fact that God calls people into something. And everyone who is alive today, I want you to know that there is something of a call on your life. No one is existing by chance, or rather no one exists by coincidence. No one exists by mystic. No one exists just out of the blues. There is a design scheme that brings everyone into existence, and there's a purpose for that. So this morning, I want to tell you a little bit of our story, but at the same time, I want to prefix that with what we see in scripture and how that marries into what we are about today. I want to um, title what I have today as God created you with a purpose in mind. God created us with a purpose in mind. Someone said, oh no, my parents told me I was born out of, you know, it's a big mistake. We'd never planned you. No. Every single human being 
has a purpose, why he or she exists in this world. Now, I'm saying that because we have been living here on this planet Earth, and we've seen a lot of things happen to humanity. We've seen life happen to us. And one of the things that life put at us is to kind of try to get us to come to a place where we believe that we are just existing and we have no purpose. Life challenges us with that question every day of our lives. Do you think you matter? Do you think you hold any sense of significance? Do you think you, you have something that this earth needs? But the truth is that every one of us do have something to contribute on this earth. It may not look like Mr. A, may not look like Mrs. B, but it looks like you because it is you. Now, I want to start with a quote that I found here. Albert Einstein said something many years ago, and it's a question I want to pose on us this morning. And in his findings, he says, if I had an hour to solve a problem and my life depended on the solution, I would spend the first 55 minutes determining the proper question to ask. Once I know the proper question, I could solve the problem in less than five minutes. Now, there's a question that I want to pose before us this morning. And the question is, where are you coming from? And where are you heading to? You know, let me give um, a preamble here. Every single human being have a history. We have our present realities, and then we have our future. But there is this question that comes at us every now and then, probably not in words that we hear, but life deals with you every day of your life with this same question, where are you coming from? And where are you going to? Now, if you have a Bible, I want you to turn with me to Genesis chapter 16. And that's exactly where my message is coming from this morning. And I, I believe that there's something God really wants us to, to pick out from this scripture. Genesis chapter 16, verse 17. Sorry, verse 7. Now, just to give you a little piece of a preamble, this was Hagar. Hagar was the handmaid of Sarai, the wife of Abraham. And if you know the story, Hagar was at this time pregnant with Abraham's child. And because she sees that she is pregnant and Sarai is still not, not pregnant or is still barren, she began to act contemptuously towards Sarai. And Sarai got so offended and dealt with her harshly to the point that she fled out of Sarah's household. Now, this was her in her flight out of the house of Abraham. And the angel of the Lord found her and then began to engage her in this conversation. And this is the conversation, Genesis 16, verse 7. 
And the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to shore. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from? And where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. And the angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit to her. Now, I want us to engage this conversation here. It is the same question I've asked us this morning, and that was exactly the same question the angel of the Lord asked Hagar. You know, in this point, when we say the angel of the Lord is very, very technical in the theological terms. You know, back then, it is referred to as the theophanic expression of Jesus Christ, which biblical scholars tend to um, describe as the pre-incarnate existence of Christ. So the angel of the Lord at this point in time is standing for God in this scenario and asking, Hagar, where are you coming from? And where are you going to? That's the question we should ask ourselves every day. Where are we coming from? And where are we going? If you look at life just around you, you know that everyone is heading somewhere. There is a destination. Everyone is going somewhere. Some have an idea of where they are going. The, the truth of the matter is, some don't. In this case, Hagar had a problem. Now you could see from her, from her answer, you could tell exactly that she has no clue. The angel probably would, must have expected her to give an answer of where she's coming from and where she's heading to. So he said, where are you coming from and where are you going to? And she said, I am fleeing from my mistress. And I'm sure the angel of the Lord knew very well that that's, that wasn't the answer. The answer should be, I'm coming from the house of Abraham. I'm the handmaid of Sarah, and I'm fleeing to somewhere that I know. But the point is, she did not even answer the angel of the Lord to tell her, I mean, sorry, to tell him where she is heading to. So in this case, the angel figured out that maybe she has no clue where she's heading to because she was just fleeing from her mistress. There's one thing to run away from something. There's another thing to know where you're running to. And then he said to her, the angel of the Lord said, return to your mistress and submit to her until you figure out what your past is, what your present situation is, and what your future will be. You have to have an idea of where you're going. Now, that's the question I'm, I'm posing to myself as well this morning. Where have we come from? And where are we going to? My wife and I, with my three girls, I have three girls, Sophie, Zoe, and Stacy, we lived in Qatar for about 15 years. Qatar is a small country in the Middle East. It's one of the Gulf countries out there. And my kids were all born there. At some point in 2016, God began to stir in our hearts that it's time to move. You know when God told Abraham, Abraham, it's time. Get out of your 
parents' house. Get out of the, you know, the land of your kindreds. Get out of there and get ready. I'm going to take you to a land that I will show you. There's always a point in our lives when God tells us it's time to pack up and move into the future that I have created for you. There is a future for every one of us. So we packed our bags in faith, believing what God told us. Of course, we are coming to Canada to have a good taste of life and give our kids a good beginning. And the first thing that came to my heart is this, God, a country that opened up its arms to everyone in the world, we need to, get, we need to have people who have the heart to bless them. And God laid our hearts to plant a church. This was in 2016. So we came to Canada on vacation in 2016, and just for a look-see, we're looking around and driving around and just checking it out and to see, is this the place or is it not the place? Should we come here or should we not come here? Is this something we can, you know, we went back to Qatar and we're still praying, God, we know that, yes, this is, this is it for us. This is where you want us to be. But we're checking our lives. You know, there's something about security. When you're secured, when you have your comfort zone, you have all your families around, you wonder why you will have that thought to walk away from them and go to a land that no one knows you. You have no idea how that place is going to be like. The next year, we came back in 2017, looked around, moved around. But one thing was sure. The question is, where are we going to? What do we want to do? Want to do? But in our heart, it was clear that this is what God wants us to do. To start a church, to create an environment of people, in a, a, um, an, a, an ambience of people that would see God and have the opportunity to embrace the love of Jesus. And then on June 2018, we landed here in Canada and decided to stay and call this place home. And God began to build from one phase to another. And today, this is the friction of that reality that God put in our hearts to plant Mountain Springs Church here in the Hamilton mountain area. This is the, the reality. And I'm saying this today because this will go down in history, and all of you here today will be part of this history. When the history of this church is told, you will have a name on that history that I was there on that day when this church starts the, the, the engine. I was there on that day when the first message was preached. I was there on that day when everything was still being checked out. We're still learning, we're still growing, we're still getting to understand the building, we're getting to understand how it works here. But the truth of the matter is life. Always put the question in front of us. Where are we coming from and where are we going to? And the reason for this is the fact that every single human being has a purpose for reason why he's existing or she's existing here in this world. You have an assignment in this world. There is something for every one of us. 
Now, the reason I believe this is because I've seen God work in our lives, and I know very well that God indeed has a purpose for us. That God indeed has called us into something, and this is it. My wife and I are, you know, professionals. So it, it, it is not because we couldn't survive in the corporate world, as some case may be. It is not because we have tried out there and failed and decided to try this out. This is not a trial run. This is not testing it out. This is a whole world in front of us, and we are ready to walk with God every step of the way. Now, I'm saying this today because it's not, it is not a measure of what, where we will be in the um, first three years or where we are going to be in the first six years. It's a question of where is our heart? And are we still focused on where we are going? Can we still see the future in front of us? Are we still laser focused on the assignment that God puts in our heart? That, for me, is the success story of this church. It is not about having the whole place filled with people excited and jumping and shouting and praising God. That, that would be good for us, but that is not the goal. The goal is to focus on building lives and doing lives to people, with people together. We are walking on this journey toward the destination that God has covered for us. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because I know that every one of us have that challenge in our lives. We struggle sometimes to really find out what am I actually doing on the earth? Who am I? You know, what is my story? Where, where am I really heading to? Am I going anywhere? We've tried, uh, you know, we've tried out in one venture or the other. It doesn't work, and we go to another venture to try it out. It doesn't work, and we go to somewhere else again to try it out. The idea is find out what God has designed for you in this world. Find out that ability, that creativity that God has deposited in us, in you, Find out the assignment that God has carved out for you. As I said in the beginning, that we all have an assignment in this world. People are going to tell you otherwise. People are going to come with their own idea of who they think you are. People are always going to judge you on the basis of their perception and not on the basis of what God has called you to do, to do or to be. So we are faced with that challenge, we are faced with that distraction, but one thing is sure, we have to know that we have a destination in front of us. They call it destiny, where you are heading, what God has cut out for you in this world. As far as I'm concerned, everyone seated here today, there is something in you that no one can take away from you. They can take away your dignity, they can take away your relevance. They can take away your significance. But it's one thing no one can ever take away from you. It is your awareness of your purpose on this earth. It is what God has called you to do here on the earth. That is the reason why you are the way you are. 
You cannot have to, you don't have to change to fit into anybody's mold. There is the way God has created you. That is who you are. You speak the way you speak because that is the way God made you to be. He gave you the skin complexion that you have because that is the way he wants you to be. Everything that God did for us, he did it on purpose. God never created any human being out of chance or mere coincidence. He took time. He, he sat down and he, he, he unleashed his creative ability to bring about human, human beings on this earth with the best of anything he can give to us. He created us to be something in this world. It's called purpose. It's called our significance. That is why I'm different from everybody else. The Bible says I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now what that tells me is I am significant and I am unique. I am not like anybody else. They may try to get me to be like them because they have succeeded. So if I become like them, I'll probably succeed like them. They may try to get me to, you know, think in, in certain ways so that I can become something that they want me to be. But the truth is that God has designed us in such a way that if we stay true to who we are, we will succeed in walking with him on the earth. That's the place he's carved out for us. That's the purpose for why we were created. Because we have an assignment on this earth. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, Jeremiah, one of the major prophets, began to say, prophesying what God is saying to the people. At that time, he was prophesying to the children of Israel because it was a time when they were experiencing a, a, a doom coming, a pending doom. And he was warning them of what is coming, but at the same time, preparing them for what God has called them to do here on the earth. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. That's the ESV translation. Now, let me look at it from the message translation. It says, I know what I am doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. Now, I'm going to back, back, back up again to where I started from with Hagar, fleeing from her mistress, thinking that she was heading somewhere, but she has no idea where she was going to. And the angel was very, very clear with his questions. You know, someone said that life poses before you or poses for you three distinct questions. Where are you coming from? Where are you at right now? And where are you going to? In this case, the angel was straight to his question. Where have you come from? And where are you going to? But unfortunately, Hagar's answer didn't seem like he has an idea of what is happening to her. I'm fleeing from my mistress. Okay, that's a reality. You're fleeing from a mistress. Where are you fleeing to? Where are you going to? Where is a place that you have in your mind that it's a destination for you in this flight? Now, the reason I'm saying this is because Mountain Springs Church is heading somewhere. There is a vision that God placed in our hearts 
that is being birthed here this morning. And the vision is to help people grow in their relationship with Jesus so that they too can change their world. Now, we carefully crafted out those words because the word relationship with Jesus, it's not a coincidence. It is not a religion, but a relationship with Jesus. And we mapped out a mission statement to bring about this reality. And that is to create an atmosphere of refreshing, of connection and growth. The idea is that God has called us to gather a people unto him and we start on a journey or on a mission to reach out to the world around us. And the truth is that we all have our own world. You have your world. You have your own sphere of influence. I have my own sphere of influence. We all have the world around us. And your world, I cannot impact that world. It is your world. You have an idea of what your world looks like, and you can impact your world. And so the idea is to raise the people to grow in the relationship of Jesus Christ so that they can go out there and change their world and change their world. There are certain things I can never do in your world. Your people understand your language. Your people know you very well. Before you say the next, make the next statement, they know where you're heading to. They will not misunderstand you. They will not, you know, cast an aspersion on you and say, I have no clue where you're heading. When God sends you to your people, they know you. You know them. And that is what we are, we are about here today, that Mountain Springs Church has come to stay. It is not a church that will be measured by how much we have achieved in the first three years. It is not a church that will be measured by how much we have achieved in the next five years. It's a church that will be measured by how much we stay true to our calling, how much we maintain consistency, still walking with God and still allowing God to open up to us what he has in store for us. The journey is a step-by-step journey. It is not a leap into the future. It is, not, it is not a sprint race. It is a marathon, walking every day of our lives, walking. Sometimes we may, we may fall, sometimes we'll get up again. We may have obstruction in front of us, we'll find a path, you know, to glide through. Things will happen. Distractions will come. Challenges will come. It's not going to be an easy road, but it's not also going to be a difficult road. One thing I know is the fact that God calls us into a life of purpose. And that the reason why you're here today is because there is a purpose for you. There is something God has carved out for you. There is something God has prepared for you. Never be intimidated by anything that has come against it. Never feel like you can't, make, you can't make any impact because of what your environment has told you. Never feel like it's, not, it's never ever going to happen because I don't see myself heading that way anymore. My current situation doesn't, doesn't seem to make that happen. My current job doesn't seem to make that happen. The people in my life don't seem to really find that out or really spot that thing in my life. So I don't think that is for me, or I don't think I am called to do this. The truth is that 
Your life purpose is not for others to define. It is for you to discover. Your life purpose is not for others to craft out from their own perspective. It's for you to come to the realization of who God has made you to be. It is tied to your, your personality. It is tied to your true identity. It is tied to who you truly are and not who the world wants you to be. That's really what we are about this morning. That Mountain Springs Church is a church that is here to serve the community. Like you see in our Looking Back video, it's here to serve the people that God has, has brought to us. It's here for us to go to them and not just wait, I mean, stand here to wait for them to come to us. We are on a mission. We are on a mission, and the mission is clear. To be that place where people will find refreshing connection and growth. I'll end with this scripture. When God began to stir our hearts about what we are doing today, this was the scripture we had in mind. Psalm 84, verse 5 to 7. It says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways of Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. This scripture is what God puts in our hearts when we're thinking about Mountain Springs Church. That it may look like, yes, it's a tough time. It's a time that we are gathering momentum, that we will go from strength to strength. And everyone will appear before God in Zion. No one will be left behind. No one will be all by himself because no one understands you. Everyone will be recognized. Everyone will have some form of connection. The idea is not to gather in this hall and make it a celebration hall, but to use this place as a gathering moment where we can disperse into different homes and begin to do life together. That is the model that Jesus set when he was here on the earth. That is the model that the apostles started with. Doing life as small groups, as you know, people who are out there to just be friends with you, develop relationships, develop that passion together. And that's why you will always hear from us that the goal is friendship before function. There will always be the function, but friendship, relationship, partnership, that is what lasts. The function has a beginning date and an end date, but friendship can last a lifetime. Relationship can last a lifetime. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father Lord, we thank you this morning. Thank you for listening to today's teaching. We hope you were blessed and are refreshed as you listened. If you're considering supporting Mountain Springs Church in any way by giving, prayers, or being a part of our launch team, please contact us at info at mountainspringschurch.ca or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Mountain Springs Church CA. Thank you for listening today and God bless you.